0: One of the key ideas in Milton Friedman's essay, The Social Responsibility of Business is to Increase Its Profits, is right there in the title, Its Responsibilities. So he's going to clarify for us who, in fact, can have responsibilities in part because, as he says, this word social responsibility seems to be a rather vague term. He says the discussions of the social responsibilities of business are notable for their analytic looseness and lack of rigor. So he's saying to us that we need to clarify who actually can have responsibilities and what sort of responsibilities they have and then who those responsibilities are over to, you could say, or directed towards. And if we do that, then we can see how we ought to view any sort of advocation or enactment of social responsibilities in terms of business. So who, in fact, can have responsibilities? Friedman is going to consider a number of different cases. The one that's paradigm for this essay is the corporate executive, or as he's going to call him a little bit but later the manager, So we'll come back to that one in just a moment because it's so absolutely central. But a little bit later in the piece, he actually talks about two other groups that might have some sort of stake. Actually, they have more of a stake in some sense than the corporate executive because they own either part or the entirety of the company. So he talks about the case of stockholders and he says that the same argument that he's making applies to the newer phenomenon of calling upon stockholders to require corporations to exercise social responsibility. There he's talking about stockholder advocacy of divesting from certain things or directing the products in a certain way or insisting that a certain wage be paid to employees or benefits. We could go on and on about examples, but it's been a phenomenon where some of the stockholders would attempt to try to steer a corporation in a particular direction. And they may in fact buy stock precisely so that they can do that. He also talks about the individual proprietor. And here, Friedman says there really isn't any problem. He says the situation of the individual proprietor is somewhat different if he acts to reduce the returns of his enterprise in order to exercise his social responsibility. He is spending his own money, not someone else's. So that's really the key for Friedman. Friedman thinks that there's no problem spending your own money, if it truly is your own money, on all sorts of socially beneficial aims. And we're going to talk about what his examples of those are in just a moment. If you want to create a charity to do something and you're using your individual proprietor business to do so, not a problem. He also briefly discusses unions and he says that social responsibility is something that the unions themselves reject when it's being used to justify wage restraint. He says that when union officials are asked to subordinate the interest of their members to some more general purpose, they generally say, no, we're not going to do that. So that's another example that would apply here. But let's come back now to the corporate executive. So the corporate executive is somebody who's in a different sort of position than the individual proprietor. It's not their company and they have to take the assets and the goodwill and all the other resources that the company has its cash flow whatever you want to call that and decide how to allocate those things how to run the business and so Friedman says that a person can have responsibilities but their responsibility is to the owners of the business he says he has direct responsibility to his employers and what is that responsibility the responsibility is to conduct the business in accordance with their desires what are their desires Friedman goes on and says these generally will be to make as much money as possible while conforming to their basic rules of the society those embodied in law those embodied in ethical custom he does hold out the possibility that there could be some other purposes that the owners have he talks about this is coming from the Greek term eleos meaning pity or compassion and allow mocenary purpose right and he gives examples of those as hostile hospitals or schools. So if I establish a school and I hire somebody to be the dean of that school and manage it, that would be an example where I'm the one who's directing the purpose and that the dean still has to run it like a business in order to maintain that institution. In general, for most corporations or most institutions, the goal is going to be to make money. The goal is going to be to do what the owners want it to do. So the corporate executive has a responsibility to run things in in such a way as to try to maximize profits. Now, he also points out that the corporate executive, him or herself, can be, as he says, a person in their own right. And he says, as a person, he may have many other responsibilities that he or she assumes or recognizes voluntarily to family, conscience, feelings of charity, clubs, churches, city, country. And so that person can take part of their income if they want, the salary that the company is paying them, their bonuses, whatever, and devote it to those aims. But they don't have the right according to Friedman, to divert company resources to serving those aims. They can't pick their favorite charity to be the recipient of the company's largesse. That would actually be violating the obligation to the stockholders or the owners. What about corporations themselves? Friedman says that a corporation is an artificial person, so it can have at most artificial responsibilities when it comes to talking about business with sort of a capital B as something that runs throughout society, he says there is no responsibility on the part of business as such. Only corporations or individuals can have responsibilities. An entire sector of the economy cannot. So, Who are these responsibilities directed towards then? And notice that Friedman does not just talk about the stockholders, owners, or as he's going to say, the employers. A little bit later when he's describing the bad effects, as he takes it, of diverting any sort of resources or making decisions on the basis of social responsibility, he will tell us that it's not only employers who are being given short shrift, but also customers. Why customers? Because if you are not making the business as lean as possible, as profitable as possible, then you're going to have to raise prices for the customers. Also, employees. If you're going to use the business or structure the business or direct it in such a way that it's being less efficient, that means that you can't pay the employees as much, according to Friedman. And he gives several examples of this. And the examples are quite interesting. Notice this, of course, is a piece from 1970. So these are examples that fit particularly well with those times. The first one is, he says, dealing with inflation. We might refrain from increasing the price of a product in order to contribute to the social objective of preventing inflation, even though a price increase would be in the best interests of the corporation. Big problem in the 1970s, big worry. So there was a lot of pressure not to raise your prices. Another example would be pollution. He says, One might make expenditures on reducing pollution beyond the amount that is in the best interest of the corporation or What is required by law in order to contribute to the social objective of improving the environment? The third one that he gives has to do with unemployment. And here he talks about the hardcore unemployed. These are the people who have been chronically unemployed, usually because they lack job skills or knowledge or because there are certain behavioral problems that need to be dealt with. And, you know, some businesses might hire those people anyway, even though they're not good employees precisely because it's a social responsibility of the business or that's the way the manager views it. Now, what is the problem with this? Friedman says that when you do this, you are affecting all these other people. In each of these cases, he says the corporate executive would be spending someone else's money. Who are the someone else's employers, customers, employees. He says insofar as his actions in accord with his social responsibility, reduce returns to stockholders, He's spending their money insofar as his actions raise the price to customers. He's spending customers money insofar as his actions lower the wages of some employees. He is spending their money. And that is what, in, in Friedman's view, is wrong with following social responsibility if you are indeed a corporate executive making decisions. So he says that the executive is exercising a distinct social responsibility rather than doing what they're supposed to be serving as as an agent of the stockholders or customers or employees. Why? Because he spends the money in a different way than they would have spent it. And he says this amounts, in in effect, to a tax on each of these groups or individuals. And Friedman views that as an abdication of the genuine responsibility that someone has. So in ethical terms, it's something wrong